resurrection morning when all the dead in Christ shall rise. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Eternal soul in weakness, raised in power, ready to live in paradise. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. I'll have a new home. Glory, glory. With the redeemed of God. understand. No more pain, there'll be no more strife. Yes, raising the likeness of my Savior, ready to live and I'll be glad. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life, eternal Free from every imperfection, youthful and happy I shall be. Lost in victory. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Oh, yes. I'll have a new home. Glory, glory. With the redeemed, never sad. No more pain, there'll be no more strife. Yes, raising the likeness of his likeness. Ready to live. I'll be glad. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Trump of God shall sound. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Eternal grains, all bursting saints are shouting heavenly beauty all around. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Oh, yes. I'll have a new home. Glory, glory. With the reading of God to stand. No more pain, there'll be no more strife. Yes, raising the likeness of this likeness. Ready to live, I'll be glad. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be. Welcome to the Passion for Christ show. So glad to have you, friend. I'm your host, Bruce Kessler. And I just want to let you know that I'm a follower of the greatest movement ever, a follower of Jesus Christ, because you see in him I find peace, joy, happiness. Just blessed beyond measure, more than I ever could deserve, friend. My goal here is very simple, that is to encourage you along the way and help you find your passion in life in Jesus Christ. Hey, upcoming in our study, we're going to be talking about a reminder of church. A reminder of church. That's right. But a few things along the way before we get there. The first is headline news. Get this, folks. Just get this. You remember Jack Phillips, the baker? Well, he finds himself back in court over refusing to sacrifice his sincerely held religious beliefs. Phillips, who owns Masterpiece Cake Shop in Denver, has, has been sued by Autumn Scardina for refusing to bake a gender transition cake 
again, folks. This is the second time he's been sued by the same guy. Scardina, who is an attorney, is filing another lawsuit against Phillips over the incident. Instead of appealing the commission's decision to dismiss the charges, Scardina is asking for over $100,000 in damages, fines, and attorney fees. Jack Warner, legal counsel uh, for the uh, baker, asked the judge to dismiss the charges. He said Scardina should have filed at the Court of Appeals. He further argued that Scardina wants to start the case all over again, and that isn't fair to Mr. Phillips. He closed by saying, at some point, Your Honor, this must stop. Mr. Phillips just wants to get back to making cakes. There you go, folks. Isn't this something? Transgender activist sues Masterpiece Cake Shop owner for refusing to bake gender transition cake again. My, my, my. Some people never stop, folks. Some people never stop. Well, get this. Remember a cartoon called DuckTales? Well, that's the latest Disney children's series to insert LGBT characters into their plot. The Disney XD series, currently in its third season, follows the adventures of Scrooge McDuck, his nephew Donald Duck, and triplet relatives Huey, Dewey, and Louie. In season three premiere, viewers learned that one of the characters, Violet Sabrewing has two dads. Frank Angoni's co-exeter producer of DuckTales said the two dads do not play a huge role in the story, although he hopes that will eventually change. There you go, folks. Disney's DuckTales reveals character has two dads. Well, is anybody shocked? That's what I'm wondering. But get this, the vision of one pastor to feed the needy at this time of crisis has sparked the nationwide movement of compassion and generosity, and it's called Boxes of Hope. That's right, folks, Boxes of Hope, a project that is billed as a tangible way to stretch out a hand to those that are affected either through illness, quarantine, or just the uncertainty of this time. And offers boxes of much-needed supplies to those in need. Boxes that are delivered right to their door by an army of dedicated volunteers. The initiative was the brainchild of New Jersey Pastor Chris Morante. We just wanted to do something tangible to show God's love. So we just delivered some groceries in a box to their front door. And things just grew from there. He says the greatest commodity that is in short supply is not found on the shelves of a grocery store, but in the hearts of people. We believe today that Jesus is ready to do another miracle of that magnitude to combat the hopelessness of our day. There you go, folks. There you go. Isn't that outstanding? Hallelujah and amen. New Jersey Church launches grocery delivery initiative called Boxes of Hope to spread hope across the United States. And that's 
our headline news for this broadcast. And now this day in church history. In 246 A.D., Cyprian is baptized in Carthage on Easter Eve. He will become a bishop and leading theologian, renowned for writing the Trestis on the unity of the Catholic Church. In 1521 A.D., Luther makes his bold declaration, Here I stand at the second hearing before Emperor Charles V at the Diet of the Worms. And finally, on this day, in 1587, death in London of John Fox, author of the Acts and Monuments of the Church, better known as Fox's Book of Martyrs. And that's this day in church history. And now we have Name that Bible character segment. <laughs> we have a lot of fun here, folks. Sure we do. Okay, here's your clue. I was the mother of King Jeroboam. Who am I? Here's your clue one more time. I was the mother of King Jeroboam. Who am I? We'll reveal the final answer to this clue following our study segment. So stay tuned for that exciting reveal in our final segment. Name that Bible character. So welcome to our study section of this broadcast in the Passion for Christ show. And uh, it comes out of Acts chapter 2. So turn with me if you're there. Acts chapter 2. You remember Jesus promised to give the keys to the kingdom to Peter. And Peter just opened the door of grace with the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if you remember back in verse 37, it says that then when they were pricked in their hearts, they said, men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter said, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit for the promises to you and to your children, to all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call. So Peter said simply, you must respond. You've been convicted by the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Death, burial, and resurrection. And the fact that he has been raised from the dead and that he died for your sins. He says you need to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Why? For the remission of sins. And what's going to happen? You're going to receive salvation. You're going to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And this is going to happen all the way through until Jesus comes again. But there's something that I think that we often overlook at the end of this chapter. And I think it would be helpful for all of us who are going through this pandemic. We need to be reminded of what church looks like. We need to be reminded of what we're missing. Because we're missing a lot by this quarantine we're in. 
not that it hasn't done good, not that God hasn't taught us a lot of important things, reconnecting and and uh, reconnecting to our wives and children and coming together and 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 learning how to deal with each other and quite frankly learning about what we're really missing in church. And so we continue in verse 40. And with many other words he testified and exhorted them saying, Be saved from this perverse generation. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized. And that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. Amen, folks. What a powerful day. What a powerful opportunity that Peter had as they baptized over 3,000 souls. They heard the word of God. They accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. What power that demonstrated. But there was another power that was also demonstrated. And that was the power of the church. Listen. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. There was something powerful and drawing with the very words of God. The very strength of truth and principles and teachings of Christ that they were laid and they were steadfast. They were addicted. That's the word we use for addiction. Steadfast. They were addicted to the teachings of Jesus Christ. Addicted to hearing what the apostles were talking about and teaching about. And then it says, and fellowship. Oh, you know, we have fantastic technology. It works great. We can do things remotely. But honestly, I miss seeing people. Don't you? I miss talking and hugging my fellow brothers and sisters and telling them and expressing my faith to them. And being near them and talking and praying with them, seeing them face to face. We miss and I appreciate even more the value of my brothers and sisters in Christ. What this quarantine and what these times are really showing is just those Wonderful opportunities that when we come together as a body of Christ, when we come together as a church family, I miss those times. I miss my family, don't you? It says that they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, in fellowship, in breaking of bread. That's something else that I miss on Sundays. And that is the actual breaking of bread sitting there with my fellow brothers and sisters sharing that unique faith now i know we can say well we we're doing that now we're doing it remotely we, we're, we're doing it virtually and that's true but there's something to be said about actually sitting side by side within arm's reach within six foot social distance even with that Seeing them, seeing their faces, seeing 
their commitment to the Lord Jesus means everything. And I miss that, don't you? And so it says that they, the church, were steadfast in the apostles' doctrine, fellowship was going on, breaking of bread was going on, sharing of the Lord's um, communion was going on, and in prayers. That's something else that I miss. Hearing my fellow brethren pray. We got some brothers that can offer some powerful prayer. Whether you're young or old. It's outstanding. What an opportunity it is. To just sit there. Side by side. Listening. To my brother. Honestly pray. To our God and our Jesus Christ. And so that's what the church was doing here. Continuing steadfastly to the doctrine. To fellowship. To breaking of bread. And in prayers. And what happened? Well fear came upon every soul. Now. I want to address that too. Because it, on the surface it was saying. Well, what were they afraid of? No I don't think that was it at all. I think it was a respect, a yearning, a worship, a awe-inspired moment. There may have been a little bit of, 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 of fear in the sense of we all need to fear God of his coming judgment, of, of, of like a father who looks at his children and when they don't do right, we, we, we want to please him. Maybe that type of fear, but I think it's just a a, a growing, loving, um, inspirational awe. Fear came upon every soul, every member of the body of Christ, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. You never know when we're together what dynamic power can be displayed by God. Verse 44, now all who believed were together. Amen? Together. It's together. That's what it means to be a church family. One day, this will end. This quarantine will end. And it's going to come, it's going to end pretty soon. I have faith in God that it's going to end. And we'll be together again. They had all things in common. That is, their beliefs were, beliefs were in line in their belief in Jesus Christ. They sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all. As anyone had need, anytime somebody has need, what better opportunity to know that even more so is to see people face to face. Verse 46 says, so continually daily with one accord, one accord people daily in the temple, breaking bread from house to house, fellowship. They ate their food with gladness and simplicity of our amen, glory, hallelujah, praising God, having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. This is the power. Of the church family. And I just wanted. To remind you. A 
of what church looks like. And one of its power, one of its dynamic power, is when we're together. I yearn for that. I miss that. And I pray you do too. Let's look for today, brothers and sisters and friends, that we can come together and share our love, share our faith, share the wonder and beauty of our relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's our study for this broadcast. And now we have the final conclusion to name that Bible character. Here was your clue. I was the mother of King Jeroboam. Who am I? The answer is Zeruah. Zeruah. 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 26. And Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, an Ephrathite of Zerada, Solomon's servant, whose mother's name was Zeruah, a widow woman, even he lifted up his hand against the king. I was the mother of King Jeroboam, who am I? Zeruah. And name that Bible character. Well, folks, you too can become a follower of the greatest movement ever, follower of Jesus Christ. Come to him in baptism, repentance, confessing him as your Lord and Savior. And you will find peace, joy, happiness, and be blessed beyond measure, more than you ever deserve. My goal here has been very simple, folks. That is to encourage you along the way to help you find your passion in life in Jesus Christ. Visit our website, normanchurch.com, normanchurch.com, normanchurch.com. Well, friend, I just want to tell you this. God bless you and thank you for listening. Jesus is just alright with me. Jesus is just alright, oh yeah. Jesus is just alright with me. Jesus is just alright, oh yeah. Jesus is just alright, oh yeah. I don't care what they may say. I don't care what they may do. I don't care what they may know. Jesus is just alright. Oh yeah, Jesus is just alright, oh yeah. He's my Savior and friend, he's my friend to the end. He's my Savior and friend, he's my friend to the end. He's my friend, he's my friend, he's my friend, he's my friend, oh Jesus. He's my friend, he's my friend, he's my friend. He took me by the hand, he's my friend. Led me on across this big land, Jesus. He's my friend, he's my savior, he's my savior. Jesus is just alright with me. Jesus is just alright, oh yeah. Jesus is just alright with me. Jesus is just alright, oh yeah. Jesus is just alright, oh yeah. I don't care what they may say. I don't care what they may do. I don't care what they may know. I don't 
Jesus is just alright. Oh yeah, Jesus is just alright. Oh yeah.